0: Grandpa Jim Motivation Central Station. I'm at the shores of Lake Michigan right now. It is a blustery, winter like day with very strong winds and about 28 degrees. And I am staring at the lake and I am seeing very high waves, very big swells. And there is something called the break wall that doesn't let the water just come crashing into the shoreline because it would just erode the shoreline. So they built these uh, very lengthy, long, stone-type walls. It's just stone piled upon stone, large stones, that break the water up uh, the strong currents from hitting the shoreline, but they are really, really high today. Uh, So that's where I'm at. Um, I hope you're doing well mentally, physically. A lot of people that I have been communicating with or feel an obligation, I guess, at uh, Thanksgiving, these upcoming holidays, Um, A lot of them are in recovery, trying not to abstain from whatever their addiction is, gambling, alcohol, drugs, um, that, you know, sometimes you might need boundaries and maybe you're not ready to go to the parties this year. And, um, you know, I'm sure most families that understand that addiction is a disease um, wouldn't have a problem with that, right? I mean, everybody would like to uh, see anybody that has a fatal disease like alcoholism or drug addiction survive. And so, um, and if you don't buy the wisdom that um, it is a disease, I did write a book called What Color is Your Brain Scan. The answer is in your head and habits. I was blown away when I was going for education that, you know, a person's brain on an MRI machine lights up like a Christmas tree when a just the object of their addiction is presented. So they put people in an MRI machine. They give uh, them a little iPad to hold up, and they just... You know, show them a picture. If they liked marijuana, they show them paraphernalia, uh, pictures of marijuana, and their brains will light up. If it's a food addiction, um, they will show them the golden arches from McDonald's or a donut, and their brain will light up. So it is a disease. It is in that person that has it, just like... I always like to come back to the peanut allergies. Everybody tends to understand those nowadays with the kids. And, uh, you know, they have a physical reaction to it. Well, so does an alcoholic or an addict. So um, a lot of times you may, if you have this disease, you may be getting triggered and you don't even know it. Um, And that's why you need a very strong network of people that are working towards the same goal. And, you know, there's a lot of research just being around people that, you know, are trying to walk in the same direction as you. So if you want to be a book writer and get your first book published, I recommend going to a book writer's group. Uh, There's that meetups online, and you will find people that want to do whatever activity. uh, Most likely there's somebody on there if you like to uh, paint or draw, and I'm sure you could find groups like that as well. So it's great to be by like-minded people. So uh, the other thing that's on my mind, and I'm going to get into what characteristics are a social path, and we can look at our former president, the one that won't go away yet, (laughs) Uh, we'll we'll look at that. But reckless driving, I work for a social work enterprise in the city of Milwaukee, um, and they have two locations. One is located across from the VA hospital in West Milwaukee. And we had a reckless driver plow into the front of our building last week, and then This weekend, I had a social work client, peer, consumer, whatever the choice of adjective you like for that situation. Um, But I'm on a viaduct, which is a very long bridge that expands across uh, one side of Milwaukee to the other. And it goes over a valley, you know, so there's a valley down there. And these viaducts are very tall bridges, basically. I'm not sure where the term viaduct comes from, um, other than than I know in Roman times had viaducts. I'm not sure if that's where, how these got named. But um, three, car, speeding, in excess, this road speed limit is 35 miles per hour. In excess of 80, 90 miles per hour Saturday, they went speeding past me, you know, and Uh, One of the cars did not have a license plate on it. And in our area, here in the city of Milwaukee, this is a major problem. So I'm asking people to start hashtagging. uh, If you see any reckless behavior, if you catch anything on your phone, and just uh, would like to get our people in position, our lawmakers, to make some laws around this, um, a lot of it is young kids that are stealing cars and not getting any consequences. I would like to see some consequences. I would like to see education. I'd like to see education in the grade schools starting then because it's a really epidemic in our city. I did Google a little bit. I, I see California and a few other major cities are having these same issues. and. I would like to see what they call a governor, which is something that regulates the, can regulate the car's speed. Um, somebody's in for multiple offenses of this. They have to get a device put on their car that doesn't allow it to go over a certain speed. And then we could do uh, behavioral-type courses, impact courses where people, victims, um, you know, there was just another multiple accidents a young woman and her child just recently got killed in our area here about 10 days ago and this is a weekly occurrence um so i would like to see some action again that hashtag is uh reckless mke reckless mke for uh, milwaukee wisconsin and uh if you see something if you can hashtag it and put our public officials governor evers um the city of Milwaukee uh, The city of Madison Any populated areas If you could put them in On your tweets And that would be just awesome uh, So I want to get into this Social work And first of all too Before if you made it through this Far into this podcast You are after Improving yourself And you should give yourself Reach over You know take one hand and pat yourself on the back, because you are unlike most people. Like, if there isn't a, uh, you know, a sensational headline on these podcasts, they, they, they don't get as much listen listenership than ones that have these uh, more sensational headlines. And there's a uh, selfish part of me that wants to put the headline on there because I think a lot of people that need mental health um, help aren't even aware that they don't need the help, you know. And I was one of those people for a long time. I didn't realize that I was dealing with depression and just thought, or PTSD, and I just thought that's the way life was and i didn't know like that's not the norm okay and so there's all kinds of help for you but i want to get in i want to pick up where i left off i'm not sure um this did get interrupted I was checking my notes because I want to cover some of this with Trump and his social path, pathic behavior that we had to witness for so long. And um, so hopefully there's a smooth transition for you listening to this. But uh, hopefully you heard the part where if you're tuning into this podcast, You are a miracle. You are strong. You are trying to better yourself. So I want to get into the sociopathic characteristics. And the first one is lack of empathy. Haven't we seen that from Trump through this whole thing? He does not care one iota about how things affect another people. You know, he fires one of the most sane people I saw 60 Minutes last night with one of the most sane interviews I have seen, uh, the Krebs, uh, not sure of his first name, Mr. Krebs that was running the cybersecurity on the elections and says there's no fraud whatsoever. And, um, uh, you know, and then he just fires the guy publicly like he's not man enough to sit down with somebody face to face and so that's definitely a big characteristic of uh, being a sociopath and another one is um, not just lack of empathy um, but he is impulsive right and that's another characteristic so one minute he says the sky is blue, and then another minute he will come back and say, I didn't say the sky was blue. You know, he's he, he uh, and then he's very deceitful that's a characteristic of being a social path. Very deceitful, he will lie and lie and lie and lie, and I don't know too, like, what kind of effect. Does that do to his family, his children, his grandchildren? What kind of message, right? There's this morality in the universe that has been there since man has evolved, you know, good wins out over evil, and deceitfulness is definitely on the side of, you know, the evil side of the scale, you know. Um irritability. You know, the guy's always seems to be really peeved. He looks really peeved now that he is not, um, you know, he's losing this, uh, election and it's horrifying what he's doing. We're letting one guy, you know, say that the election was a fraud you know, and he's got this whole country, democracy in the palm of his hands. And that this is like some foreign country with a dictator. No, 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 no. We need to get a handle on this now. So I think this stems from his childhood. Guy got shipped off to a, first of all, it sounds like his dad was cut from the same cloth as him doesn't give any attention to his children at all. I'm sure his dad did it. His dad also shipped him off to a military school. What kind of message does that give to your kid that get out of my face, I'm gonna send you to a school and let them deal with you, you know? So even back then they said he always had to be in first place and all this. And so this stuff's pretty deep-seated. How do you treat it? A lot of therapy, a lot of behavioral stuff. And that's if you can get the person there. And um, a guy like him, you know, there's what we call a spectrum. And some people probably have a little bit of this type on the low end of the spectrum. They have a little bit of this behavior on the high end. And he definitely would fall on the high end of a social path. The big one there for me is the lack of empathy, and um, he has no self-esteem whatsoever. Everything comes from outside of him. You know, big buildings. uh, If I have these big, huge objects, it validates him. If I'm in control of this power of these people, it validates him. But we've been witnessing for a long time. Somebody very ill. So... I wanted to come on and uh, share that today. And again, so I hope moving forward through the holidays, just know that you have a choice in where you want to go and how, you know, if you don't think it's good for your mental health, you know, find somebody to talk to that is. uh, If you're trying to avoid a Christmas situation to save your sobriety and your life, um, you know, find somebody that uh, will sit with you that day. Or I often took people that were in recovery to events that I was going to. I had a comedy partner in Chicago that I found out he was a uh, in recovery, and we would go to all types of uh, comedy events together because we had each other's back. You know, we both wanted to stay sober and healthy, and so I'm sure that you can hopefully find somebody like that if not the zoom meetings connecting to people on zoom is just a great way to go nowadays and then um just uh the reckless driving thing for those of you in the wisconsin area please if you see reckless driving just hashtag it uh reckless uh mke and uh and then let's try to in- uh, include the uh Addresses to their Twitter accounts to Governor Evers, that sort of thing. So they know we want change uh, on the horizon. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with me. I hope that transition works well um, where the podcast got interrupted. I hope you were able to stay with me on this one and have a great day. You know, you got a beautiful smile that you can always give somebody if you're feeling a little down, uh, you know, just uh, put on that smile and uh, there's a natural endorphin rush that happens when you do that. So have a wonderful, mm, awesome day.